Welcome. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. That's pretty good. That's pretty good coffee. How are you? How was your Thursday? What is going on? Are you excited for Friday? I sure am. Yesterday was a pretty great day. I'll tell you all about it as we get going. Today's going to be a great day. This is going to be a great weekend. I'm super excited, and I hope you are too. Who's here? I want to say good morning to Brian and Frank, and I know there are more of you here. And just as you come in, make sure you chime in in the chat. I want to know who's here. The first thing I want to say is why I have this mug. And for those of you listening to the audio, my world's greatest mom mug because I am staying at, let's call it a hotel. It's not quite a hotel, but, um, and most of the mugs in the cabinet were boring. This is the only mug that was not boring. This world's greatest mom mug. So that is what I am drinking my coffee out of this morning. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Dennis. Dennis said, did someone say Friday? Did somebody say Friday? Sure did. I got to see Dennis last night as we uh, cheered on and celebrated two of our friends uh, testing for Black Belt in the Superfoot organization. One of those people you know, many of you know, Andrew. Andrew Adams, of course, my maybe this is, maybe you're new to this show. Andrew is my oft co-host and producer for martial arts radio and a great friend and he went out there and he did it he did a great job and i'm super proud of him and abby went out there and she did it she did a great job and i'm super proud and dennis helped them a huge amount getting them ready and uh, i know how thankful they are for him because we've talked about it so here i am i am in waterville valley new hampshire they did so great. They really did. I'm super proud of them. We're in Water I'm, we, I, and soon to be many, are in Waterville Valley, New Hampshire, for uh, what is officially called the Martial Arts Symposium, but what could be called a Whistlekick Martial Arts Radio Reunion. Because the number of people who have been on the show that will be here, either as presenters, we're participants is kind of crazy um so just on the panel last night the panel of people evaluating dennis sat on the panel bill wallace was on the panel terry dow was on the panel chris natsky was on the panel danny dring was on the panel and then 
someone who, well, I'm not going to say the name because Andrew already invited her to come on the show. And she said yes. So I won't, I won't ruin that for you. Uh, and then other folks presenting. Man, um, Dr. Tim Hartman. Who else is on there? I'm, I'm trying to visualize Rob Buckland, Brent Creasy, Ryan Chamberlain. Tons of people. Absolutely tons of people. And that's why I come to this event. Because I like to see all these people. These are all friends or people I want to become friends with. So I come and I hang out. And this year, I'm teaching a session. So that's cool. Although I guess I would say share. Coffee. You know, I got to say, knockoff K-Cups are never as good. They just aren't. Good morning, Nathan. Nathan will be presenting a session tomorrow. And so it'll be a good day. It's going to be a good day. I'm excited. Uh, what am I doing today? Today, we don't start training until 3. So I'll be doing some work. Probably not a ton of work. Well, I'll do some work. There's some email. Pardon me. Um, and just as a throw out there, if anybody knows anybody, we do have some kind of last-minute spots for all-in weekend. Um, received an email yesterday from somebody who's not going to be able to attend. They, they became injured. And so if you want their spot or know somebody that wants their spot, Excuse me, let me. <sighs> what else can I share about my day yesterday? This is a beautiful area of New Hampshire. It's one that I have not been in. And it's kind of funny. You know, I grew up in Maine, live in Vermont. And so for various reasons, for 40 years, I've driven east to west through New Hampshire. And I know some areas pretty well. Uh, the North Conway region. Uh, that is the Route 302 passage to Vermont. I know North, the Route 2 passage to Vermont. But this is a stretch I don't know, and there's a ton of hiking around here, and I've just never even been through here. And it's really kind of cool. And so where I'm staying, I said it's not quite a hotel. Um, imagine a condo complex where the condos are generally rented out. This place has four beds. There's a Murphy bed there. There's a queen-size bed in there. There's two twin beds in there. There's a big kitchenette. I mean, this this is nicer than my first apartment by far. Uh, there's a VCR. Who doesn't want a VCR in 2023? Uh, I don't see any videotapes, so I'm not sure why there's a VCR, because I don't imagine people lug around VHS tapes on vacation but maybe they do maybe there are people who come and they stay here and they're super excited because they can watch their old disney movies jenny says a vcr i'm so jealous I, I the only people i know who watch anything on vhs anymore it has to do with disney movies because i guess there are they're hard to get on DVD or Blu-ray or they were. I don't know if that changed with Disney Plus. I have no idea. Can you get everything on Disney Plus, all the old ones? Okay, the coffee has somehow gotten worse. 
So he says, if only it was a Betamax. You know, I've never watched anything on Beta that I'm familiar with. Or Laserdisc. Remember Laserdisc? It was like a DVD, but it was the size of a record. And apparently when DVDs first came out, they weren't... Am I correct? Does anybody know this stuff? I think Laserdiscs were slightly better than DVDs, but it was the size. And I think they were more prone to scratches. But then Blu-ray came out. It wasn't an issue anymore. Jenny says, you can get everything on Disney+. Plus." Okay. Well, that's good to know. I'm behind on things. Isn't there's a, isn't a new season of Mandalorian? I haven't watched that. I got so much stuff I got to watch. I don't have to watch it. It's it, Isn't that funny that that's, that's my instinct? That's where I go with it. That I want to be caught up on these shows that I enjoy. From people about martial arts radio. This idea that, oh, I'm not caught up. As, as if as if it's a commitment. It's as if you have to listen to or watch every episode. You don't. It's up to you. In fact, I would rather there be so much good stuff out there. I kind of hate that light right there, but there. You know, if I can stay right here, it'd be perfect. I'm not going to try. I'd rather there be too much stuff. That way you can watch or listen to as much or as little as you want. Uh, and Jay says, yes, new season of Mandalorian, and all episodes are now streaming great. And the only Betamax you ever watched was the Robin Williams Popeye movie. Oh, wow. That's a flashback. <sighs> what else do I want to say about this weekend? So I will be teaching the same uh, genre that I generally do, right? Um, what was originally titled The Magic of Slow that was not being received well as in, by name. And I'm still playing and the second generation name here. I'm actually going to look this up. Good morning and a happy Friday to you, Gad. Um, the intermediate name was Reduced Intensity Training Method. Writ Method. And I didn't love it. And I had something in this task management system for a better name. Where is it? Is it here? Pardon me as I look. This. Is it this? Um, and actually, maybe you all can help me with this. Yeah, let's do that. Let's spend a couple minutes doing that. So I'm going to jump in the banners here. So I had... Okay. I don't love this. So I've got some others, and I spent some time playing with other names, and I'll read them out to you. I, I like the word Zen in there because it, it carries um, 
the word I use when I when I name things with my clients is institutionalized context, right? So if we take that out and we start with Zen. For those of you that, that wonder, what does Jeremy do all day? This is the kind of stuff that I do all day. I work through this process and, and maybe you will find this interesting. Maybe you won't and that's okay. So up on the screen, for those of you listening, I have Zen, second word, third word, because it needs three words. I don't think I can do this in two words. So the other words that I have are for the second word, combat or method or combative or priming or movement. I don't like the word movement as much because it suggests, here, let's edit this. So, so Zen, combat, combative, movement. I don't like priming because people don't know what it means. Um, movement is okay, but coupled with a Zen, it doesn't work super well. Combative suggests that it's a self-defense system, and it's not. Combat is the word that I think I like the best. Frank says, how about slow for more flow? Um, people have to have an idea of what it means. So, for example, on the on the um, on the schedule for tomorrow is just my the, my name and the title of what I'm teaching. People have to have an idea of what it means. They have to have an idea of what they're going to get from it when they when they go good morning to andy good morning to stacy and so we're we're almost there with what i've got going here and then the third world word training methodology combatives training methodology Take out the word combative here, take out priming here, let me take out movement, nope, I want movement there. And so we have this, Zen, combat or movement, and then the third word, training methodology or combatives. And I think, so if we go back to this, I don't like combatives. Nope, it didn't, didn't save it. I appreciate everyone letting me do some work while I'm, work, while I'm talking to you this morning. Um, Jenny says, Zen awareness combat training. I'm trying to get it down to three words. That's part of what I don't like about reduced intensity training method, or reduced intensity training, 
gets closer than Magic of Slow, but it's not quite all the way there. And Zach is a good acronym. I like that because it's got a name. And part, and I, I like being able to name it with an acronym. Um, but the awareness part doesn't... Um, it, awareness is a good word. Zen awareness training doesn't quite explain where it is. Zen awareness combat doesn't quite explain where it is. The re reason that I like Zen is it encompasses the most stuff. So where'd my banners go? So for here, and I like, let's see. So what are, what are our options here? Zen combat training, Zen combat methodology, which makes it sound like a way of fighting, and it's not that. Zen movement training makes it sound like Tai Chi. Zen movement methodology, see, I don't like methodology because it's making me feel, and I'm curious if you all see this similarly. Methodology makes it sound more like a way of, of a way of fighting rather than a way of training zen movement training or zen combat training and this is where i keep coming back to zen combat training or the zct method I keep coming back to me. So a uh, little bit of behind the scenes on what I do and how I do things. If you have further thoughts on that, especially if you've taken a seminar, I would love to hear it. So let me know. And he says, Zach awareness. Maybe. Gad says mind and body combat. That's an interesting direction, NBC. Maybe, maybe I'm going to jot that in my notes over here because it takes it in a whole different direction. All right, I'm going to switch gears here. I appreciate you all hanging out with me while I did that. And if you have other ideas, please shoot them, shoot me a message or an email. I'd love to hear. It. But it's joke time. It is joke time. And thank you to Frank for sending over jokes and other stuff. I appreciate all your work on the show. Frank, Frank the producer. Does it, Frank the producer sounds like a, a, a Frank Sinatra era, Brat Pack, or I'm sorry, Rat Pack era uh, title, right? Like he'd be rolling around with Sammy Davis Jr. For those of you that came in later, my mug for today, World's greatest mom <laughs> okay um i said i wasn't gonna put any more of these up but this is amazing so i have to dennis is, is suggesting the lfw oh lfw the let's fight Woo!
Yep, you, Gad, you're right. There is there is Gad's highlighting one of the the downsides of the word said. But we're we're gonna do jokes. We're gonna do jokes. You all hung hung with me while I did that. Uh, all right, the jokes for Fun Day Friday. There are a lot here, and. Where did I go here? I want to get this right. We're going to, nope, 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 this one. So I know you're not going to be able to read these because there are a lot of them here, and that's okay. The jokes for Funday Friday. April is National Humor Month. As a comedian, I see no reason to go on stage. They're just going to laugh at me. What do you call a procrastinating comedian? Uh, I don't know. I'll come up with a punchline. My friends won't let me babysit their kids because I'm a professional comedian. But why? I've always done a stand-up job. What does a doctor with a comedian degree do? He leaves the patients in stitches. A lawyer, comedian, and a war hero walk into a bar. Oh, skipping that one. What do a chiropractor, a comedian, and a druggie all have in common? They all try their best to crack you up. Which goddess did stand-up comedians worship in ancient Greece? Amorite. Why do Amazon Prime drivers make terrible comedians? Because their delivery takes two days. Why do mountain ranges make such good comedians? Because they're hill areas. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. A comedian tells a joke and no one in the audience laughs. To this he responds, come on people, I do this for a living, not for dead silence. Why didn't anyone offer the comedian a seat in the bus? Because he was a stand-up comedian. One time a stand-up comedian started telling direction puns. They were downright disgraceful. The audience up and left. Why did the comedian refuse to go to the doctor? He thought laughter was the best medicine. Thank you, Frank. Which one was my favorite? Uh, the, the delivery. Why do Amazon Prime drivers make terrible comedians? Because their delivery takes two days. I've known some comedians who take a while on their stuff. Jenny liked the crack one. Stacy liked the dead silence one. For sure. All right, there's our jokes. Good times. And tomorrow's Earth Day. Um, for those of you who don't know, in a couple weeks here in Vermont, well, I guess not here currently, but in Vermont, Jenny says, great jokes, Frank. As always, I love having jokes. Um, in Vermont, we have a day that I think just blows the doors off of Earth Day, and it's called Green Up Day. And it's a day that literally tens of thousands, if not 100,000 people in Vermont, keep in mind, we only have 600 and something thousand people, clean up the state. The state pays for all the disposal of everything, and it is almost like a holiday where everybody goes around and there's a spot, the, the loop that I like to walk near my house, that's a class four road. Unfortunately, it does end up with some trash. I've cleaned it up pretty well, but there are still some 
you know, every year people drive through and they throw beer cans. And, um, but this year with the Jeep, I'll be driving and I'll be able to get so much more. Uh, I walked it last weekend and there was a broken toilet. There were a couple other things and I should be able to grab everything with the Jeep and I'm pretty excited for that. So for those of you uh, celebrating or thinking about Earth Day, there's stuff you can do. There are concrete, literally concrete things you can do sometimes. Stacy says, Green Up Day rocks. It sure does. And he says, let me know. I'll help you. Thank you. Um, but I've got it under control. There are people in my area that I work with to do Green Up Day. Do Green Up, uh, do green up Day in your area. Your area. Can't talk this morning. And so where did my Earth Day quotes go? Here we go. So this is caffeinated coffee. We'll see how the morning goes. Tomorrow's Earth Day. Humankind has not woven the web of life. We are but one thread within it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together. All things connect. Chief Seattle. This is something that I, I think about a lot. We... As, as human beings are so incredibly arrogant about our place in the world. We think that because we are, if you, if you like the term apex species or apex predators, you know, because we are um, at the top of a food chain or the food chain, or even if you want to say all the food chains, that that gives us uh, a separation from them. It, it doesn't. In fact, the more you understand about the way those food chains work, what happens when apex predators become too prevalent? They die off because they eat too much of what's below them in the food chain. And so when we, when we look at the world and whatever, whatever um, physical condition with the world we're talking about, you know, and I'm not going to name any, and people get really bent out of shape. And they say, you know, we're destroying the planet. Well, we're destroying the planet for us. It's self-correcting. There's something I find really elegant about that. I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't change behaviors. I'm not suggesting anything other than if you believe in the Gaia hypothesis, and I do, which essentially says that you can take the Earth as a single living organism and consider it as such. It's kind of like having a cold or a flu, right? If the Earth gets sick, it has mechanisms to correct it. Well, green update, Jenny says, the whole state? That's awesome. Yes, it, uh, they publish statistics on the amount of trash that is collected for Green Up Day, and it's insane. She says, my college friends and I tried to make an annual campus cleanup day, and we couldn't even get it to carry into a second year. No, it's really tough. Yeah, it says, just an observation. We as apex, quote, apex predators are still predated upon by bacteria and viruses. Because we go back to the, the quote from Chief Seattle. 
that I like this view. All things are bound together. All things connect. It's a web. Next. Look deep into nature, and then you will understand everything better. Albert Einstein. One of the greatest minds that we know of, one of the greatest minds of modern times, Albert Einstein, made such incredible contributions to science that some of them took decades for us to have the ability to prove. That's kind of cool. That's a man who was ahead of, his, ahead of his time. I find a lot of value in considering nature. It, when I think about humanity, I find a lot of inspiration in nature. When I think about martial arts, I find inspiration in nature. And I wonder if the original intent, and I wish Tommy was here. I don't know if anybody else in the chat has uh, Kung Fu experience. I have not even close to enough to, to answer this question. But it makes me wonder if the original intent of the animal styles was a bit more philosophical rather than application. You know, I've read stories and seen movies where it's, you know, go, go study, go study the snake. And yeah, I mean, there's some, some mimicry to the movements. But if you study all these different animals, yeah, you come away with, with some movement patterns, but you do you not also come away with a different understanding of animals and yourself and the world? I like nature. You all do that. And our last quote for the day before I turn you loose from John Muir I only went out for a walk and finally concluded to stay out till sundown. For going out, I found, was really going in. How many of you feel better when you're outside, moving in nature, just going for a walk? And nature doesn't necessarily mean the forest. It could, but you might live somewhere where there isn't a ton of forest. Your version of nature, to be out and about, to be part of the web. I actually really enjoy walking around cities. Do I ultimately want to get back to the forest? Yeah. But if we think about that web, what is being in our home or this hotel room do? It disconnects us from that web. Right, we, we kind of we need that at times, right? You know, uh, sleeping outside around everything—it's loud, it's chaotic, it's kind of hard to, to rest. But we're meant to be part of it, not separate from it. And I think a lot of our challenges as a modern society—we think the solution is disconnecting. I think the solution involves more connecting. And if there are things that cannot be connected to, things that are unsustainable for connection, maybe those are things we should not have. Jenny says, I love nature too. When I feel like running away, that's where I want to go to disappear. It's where I recharge and reground myself. 
That's why I love to garden, even in a few pots on my apartment balcony. Stacy says, just being outside can be healing. For me, it's water, sitting by water, magical and cleansing, the sound of water coming. Uh, Stacy, if you can find it, because it's out of print, um, there's a book by a woman that I know from Randolph that got pushed really far, really fast, and, and then was canceled off, um, called Water Music, and the author is Marjorie Ryerson. I used to look down the street from her. If you can find it, it's really cool. And Dennis says, he's in agreement. Yes, as his profile picture is hidden next to water. So what do you do with this? If we want to think about celebrating Earth Day, why not, instead of making that celebration separate from yourself, why not celebrate your relationship to the Earth, whatever that means to you? Maybe you go outside and train. Maybe you go kick a tree. Don't kick a tree. The tree's going to be fine. Okay? You're not going to kick it down. If you are, you're a monster, and I want to see video of that. But just take your training outside, even if it's for a few minutes. Maybe it's going out for a walk. I don't care. Whatever works for you is good for me. Thank you for coming by. I appreciate all of you. This was a fun conversation. Thank you, Frank, for the conversation starters. And if you want to support Whistlekick and all that we do, here are the three biggies. Use the code FIRSTCUP15 at whistlekick.com to save 15% on something like a first cup mug or maybe a hoodie like this or perhaps a hat. That was a lot of work for a hat. You can also join the Patreon for at least $2 a month. Two, $2 a month. Uh, do you want to know the absolutely massive name that I am interviewing next Tuesday? Well, if you are in the Patreon, you'll get to know long before that episode's released. And of course, if you want the whole list, all the things that you can do as part of our family to support this family as it continues to grow and bring in new members and make an impact on the world, it's the family page, whistlekick.com slash family. Thank you, everyone. Uh, getting, getting, have a great weekend and have fun and have a great weekend and other sentiments of that nature. I hope you do too. I hope to see you all soon. Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone.